listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 26th of August 2022. Uh, Later we'll preview the large meeting of US central bankers in the US later tonight to discuss interest rates. But first, let's go to one of Australia's largest companies, West Farmers. It's the owner of retailers like Bunnings and Kmart and has some other businesses in safety and industrials, for example. It posted a 1.2% fall in full-year net profit to $2.35 billion, but did pay a full-year dividend of $1.80 per share. That's an increase of 1.1%. Now, the company has a very unique insight into the whole economy because of its diversified nature of its business. So earlier, I spoke with its CEO, Rob Scott, to talk about a range of things, including inflation, the economy, and jobs in Western Australia. So, Rob, over the past couple of days, we heard from both Coles and Woolworths about customers trading down to more value-focused products, right? So what are you seeing at your stores and has the likes of Kmart and or Target, for example, benefited because it also operates in that value space? Yes, look, we've certainly seen a normalisation of trends through COVID. And I mentioned normalisation because it's important to remember that through COVID, we had a very unusual time of consumer demand. There was a lot of uh, government stimulus there were limitations on how you could spend your money. There were supply constraints. So a lot of customers ended up uh, buying up the value curve. So we've seen a normalisation now that all stores are open and the stimulus has started to wind back. And that's certainly benefiting our businesses. And we have, as you've noted, seen an increase in value focus that has benefited uh, businesses like Kmart and Target. And, and as we reported, the first seven weeks trading Uh, within Kmart have been particularly strong. What about Bunnings? During lockdowns, we saw a rush of people, you know, fixing their homes because they were in them for longer, right? But now not only are we seeing interest rates rising, but the cost of building materials so much more expensive. How is this being reflected at Bunnings? Well, Bunnings has grown a phenomenal amount through the COVID period. In the last three years, we've grown sales by 35% and profits by 40%. But we're still very confident of the outlook of Bunnings. We're seeing very strong uh, business demand, so trades demand. There's a lot of backlog of trades and building works and so forth, and we're quite confident of the pipeline there over the next year or so. And there's still quite uh, solid uh, consumer demand, uh, still DIY activity is fairly uh, fairly strong. And what you know, what is important to understand with Bunnings is that there's a lot of everyday spend. Uh, repair and maintenance type spend that is a core part of the Bunnings uh, offer. Are there any signs within your businesses that we've seen a peak in inflationary pressures, so within the business or for the consumer in terms of higher prices? Oh, we're, we're still seeing generally inflationary pressure, but uh, there have been a cut, and I think we'll see inflationary pressure for another three to six months at, at least. It's hard to predict beyond there, but we are seeing some early signs of raw material pricing, such as cotton, timber, um, aluminium, copper, for example, and even some plastic resin input co- uh, costs start to decline in the last three months. Now, we have that visibility because we're very much involved in the sourcing of our products. That won't flow through to consumers for probably six months or more. Um, so I, I guess that does show that there are some, uh, some prices that are starting to come down.
Okay. West Farmers is a diversified business. We often focus on the, on the retail side, but where do you see the opportunities for growth? Well, whilst I think our retail businesses are well positioned uh, for a range of outcomes, really the highlight of our financial result was our industrial businesses. Our chemicals, energy and fertiliser business grew profit by 40%. Industrial safety grew profit by 31%. We are making a significant investment in our lithium development, the Mount Holland Lithium Project and Refinery, and that is expected to come on stream operationally at the end of 2024 calendar year. So that is an exciting opportunity for future earnings go, uh, growth for the group. The last time we spoke, you mentioned how many of your senior executives and yourself had to travel to the East Coast to do business because of the extended border restrictions in WA. Has the closed border had any long-term impacts in doing business in WA? Have you, for example, changed any, any routines or, or strategies as a result? Oh, look, in the last six months, it's been fantastic for us to be able to re-engage with our, our team on the East Coast and, and also visit other places around the world. And at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do virtually. So we've really enjoyed that. Um, I guess what we have noticed is that from a recruitment point of view, it is hard to it is a bit harder to get people over to Western Australia after what we've been through. Look, I do hope that that subsides over time. Uh, but some of the, the challenges around lockdown uh, are still very fresh in people's mind. But look, we are moving forward in a positive way. Uh, and I, I think there is a fantastic opportunity, not just for Australia, but in, for Western Australia to really uh, get a lot of skilled immigration going again. Because over in the West at the moment, we have so many opportunities as a state, but we're really short of uh, people, particularly uh, skilled labour. Final question. Today is We're at Purple Day, raising awareness for LGBTIQ plus young Australians. What is West Farmers doing in the diversity and inclusion space across all facets of diversity? Look, it's a very important area and when you, for us. And when given that we have 120,000 team members, we want to make sure that we're attractive to the most diverse group of people because we want the best talent and we want the most, uh, the, the most inclusive environment. So there's a lot of training that we're doing across the group. Uh, some of our focus areas, we measure very closely uh, gender balance, uh, and we're, we're certainly developing much more gender balance teams. Also, we have a number of initiatives, some of the key initiatives that we've really got behind, Indigenous employment, uh, businesses such as Kmart are trying to create a lot of opportunities for uh, team members with disabilities. Um, there's a whole range of, range of areas. Um, also, through our employee survey questions, asking our team a lot more questions about whether they see any obstacles within the workplace. Um, and we're getting some really great feedback that we are then using to improve the education and, and improve the environment that we create for working. Rob Scott there, the CEO of Wes Farmers. To the Australian share market now, which rose 0.8% on the S&P ASX 200, 7,104. For the day's market action, I spoke earlier with Francesco Destratus from Ordmanet. Francesco, the market's up today. Why? Yeah, look, we're looking at about 1% higher today um, and, and pretty much across all sectors uh, with the strongest leads coming out of the consumer, healthcare and resources stocks. Uh, that includes energy stocks as well. And look, we, we've got a 1%, pretty much a 1%, a bit more lead out of the US overnight. Um, there's some expectations um, 
that um, we may not see interest rate rises for a little while. Um, some of the data that came out overnight indicated that um, the US economy may not be as bad as it looks. So um, um, potentially not many more interest rate changes, if you like. Um, so, so that pushed their market a bit higher and we t- took the lead. We're waiting for US central bankers to meet tonight in Jackson Hole for an, for an idea of just how hard rates in the US will rise. What's the market anticipating? Yeah, look, we've, we've seen the Fed increase rates by 225 basis points since June so far. Now, that's the fastest tightening cycle since 1984. Um, and we're starting to see some traction there, uh, hence the numbers that came out last night. Um, so, so housing starts are starting to fall as well. The US dollar is starting to strengthen. Um, so, look, um, the US Fed's also got quantitative um, tightening going on at the moment as well. So the opposite of what we saw was quantitative easing. Uh, they're starting to sell bonds into the market. So that, that has a similar effect to rising interest rates. So um, uh, we're expecting to pause for a little while longer. Um, that's the message we were getting um, leading up to where they are at the moment with the, the previous rate rises. So uh, we'd expect a pause until we start to see some some more data coming out of the US over the next three to six months, I would suggest. Speaking of interest rates, low rates saw those buy now, pay later companies boom during the pandemic, but now we're really starting to see them uh, strip back or wind back some of their operations. After Pay Today killing off its money app, Zip this week confirmed it's exiting the UK to focus in on Australia. What's your take on this sector now? Yeah, look, I've always thought this sector's been a bit overvalued. Um, ultimately, you know, you, you look at some of the, the share prices in, in some of the, the, the competitors of Afterpay as well, and they're trading on multiples, well, not even multiples, because a lot of them aren't even making any money. So, um, you know, in a, in a rising interest rate market, you, you've got to expect some of these small cap uh, speculative uh, investments not to do too well um, and, and a bit of reality to come back in. Um, and there's also a fair bit of competition. I mean, I, I can see that this um, is partly the way of the future as young consumers will use this type of um, uh, form of credit. But um, I think what um, the large institutions are doing is sitting back and watching them, uh, watching them make mistakes as well. So in a high interest rate environment, uh, they're going to struggle with that. Then we'll start to see some competition from the big players, and that is the banks coming in and, and, and taking up space there. So I'd, um, I'd be very cautious of some of these investments. Profit reporting season finally starting to come to an end. One of the largest companies today, Wes Farmers, reported it's a diversified player. What did you make in, of its results? Yeah, look, their result was slightly ahead of expectations. So the share price has, has risen slightly uh, on the back of that. Um, we saw some strong results coming out of their chemicals, energy and fertiliser division. Um, and the second half from the department stores, we've seen some record um, sales come out of there. So, yeah, the likes of Kmart and Target have done well in the second half. Um, Bunnings margins, though, on a negative, have started to contract a bit. So, uh, And they work on fairly tight margins in a, in a store like that. So um, I'd be a bit cautious of if that continues. Um, and the company's holding a little bit more inventory than we'd like to see. Um, so, you know, you expect to see higher working capital come from that. Um, we may see some slight earnings um, expectations rise from analysts uh, overnight over the next couple of days as they sharpen their pencils. Um, but but here at Ords, we we still think that the stock, the share price that's trading at around forty eight and a half dollars, is still a bit overvalued. 
Two final questions. Uh, like I mentioned, profit reporting season wrapping up. Are any other ones catch your attention today? Yeah, look, um, a couple that came out of uh, today's reporting. And, and Friday's generally a reasonably quiet day on the reporting season front. But Ramsey Healthcare, um, their, their results um, was... Um, uh, not that good, I suppose. Um, we saw a fall in profits by about 39%. Um, but I, I think I think the big headline for Ramsey is um, that um, KKR has decided to step away from the takeover offer. This has been a bit of a confusing one for, for, for investors in that, um, you know, KKR has put forward a, a very large offer, um, but part of that due diligence is the, the, that they wanted to do due diligence on uh, the French company that they are a majority owner of um, and um, Ramsey didn't want to be part of that. So so it, it has been a bit of a confusing one and it'll take a, a little while for the uh, dust to settle there. But um, yeah, look, I think from a, a earnings point of view on Ramsey, um, they've struggled a bit through the COVID crisis, obviously with hospitals and elective surgeries, uh, but we, we would expect to see that improve over the next sort of 12 to 24 months as well. Another one that um, uh, that reported today is a medium to small size company called People People Infrastructure. Um, they reported a significantly uh, a significantly strong result, um, and they're one company that's actually given a bit of guidance over the reporting season. Their guidance was positive, so their share price is up about ten percent today. And just finally, in an era of rising inflation and interest rates, where do you see the opportunities? Yeah, look, I, I still like the, um, the the energy sector, the resources sector. Um, I think, you know, all prices are high. Uh, we've still got conflict occurring in the Ukraine, and I think that will keep the, 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 the oil price high for a little while longer. So, so th- that area of the market, I think, is, is, is strong. Uh, we're looking at some of the resources companies like your BHPs and your Rios, and they're trading on sub-10 times earnings. So I think there's still value there in those companies. Um, and they're, they're paying out very, very large dividend yields at the moment. So, so I think there's some, some value there. Uh, in a rising interest rate environment, I'd be very cautious of this, the small cap end of the market, particularly companies that are not making profit but are expecting to. Um, those expectations might get pushed out in time a bit further. Francisco Destrada's there from Audminet. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.